0: From Post Malone and Vanessa Hudgens to Corey Taylor and Dave Mustaine and even Lady Gaga and Joe Rogan, plenty of people are talking about the reality of the darkness in spiritual places. But while many have a number of ways to attempt to get around the idea of this spiritual reality, we look at the commonality that we find in all of these stories and ultimately what the truth is to be found in them. Stay with us as we look at these and other stories on the 511 News. Welcome back to the 511 News. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we're going to be looking at a number of harrowing experiences that have even freaked out people who deny the reality of the spiritual realm that is around us. But before we get into that, we want to ask you guys to Click on that subscribe button. Also click on the bell to get notifications about our new videos that are coming out. And if you are listening to this via podcast, make sure to leave a five-star review. That just helps us to get that algorithm up there. And also, by the way, leave a comment. Say hello, especially if this has impacted you in any way. But we're going to be talking about a number of different interviews, a number of different statements that have been made by different people regarding the spiritual realm, regarding specifically demonic oppression, possession, and just demon spirits, and even what many people think might simply be ghosts. And the first thing we're going to be looking at is actually Dr. Richard Gallagher. And Dr. Richard Gallagher is a board-certified psychiatrist and a professor of psychiatry at New York Medical and a psychoanalyst on the faculty of Columbia University. He graduated from Princeton University and was Phi Beta Kappa in classics and trained as a resident in psychiatry at Yale University School of Medicine. And he is the world's foremost scientific expert on the subject of diabolic attacks. And he has been an active member of the International Association of Exorcists since the 1990s and he has documented and spoken specifically about some of the things that he has seen that he can't simply just explain away using just alone the scientific method.
1: I believe in science. I trained at an American medical school. I use scientific, the results of scientific studies every day of my life. I just have had a rare window or rare opportunity to study these things a little more rigorously than most doctors would have. With a possession you have to have, at least in the Catholic Church, what is called moral certainty. And there are very strict criteria and it really depends on evidence. The essence of a possession is a person going into a trance and a demonic-sounding voice coming out of them. (sighs) Attacking the people, uh, attacking religion, usually using very crude and violent language. Uh, Like, leave her alone, she's ours, this type of thing. Superhuman strength. Knowing secrets of people that A human being could never know otherwise.
0: Well, we don't agree with all the analysis of Dr. Gallagher, especially because he comes from a Catholic background. The truth is, is that all of these instances cannot just be simply put off and said, well, that's just this anomaly, and it's just this, and it's just feelings, and it's just brainwaves. But there are actually things going on. And the truth is, when we look at Scripture, it is a prerequisite For spiritual warfare. In fact, the Bible actually explicitly gives us that, not only in Ephesians 6:12, where we're told we do not simply wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of darkness in heavenly places. And in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it is very clear that we should be sober and vigilant because our adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. There is a just absolutely clear, positively, you can't read the Gospels, you can't read the book of Acts, and you cannot read the epistles, and you certainly cannot read the book of Revelation in the New Testament and not understand that we are in a spiritual battle. It is a prerequisite for understanding the ministry of Jesus, for understanding the and all the epistles, for understanding the book of Acts, for understanding the book of Revelation. You cannot get around it. So to push this stuff aside and simply make spiritual warfare a caveat puts us in, in a place where we are not ready to be in defense of what the enemy might attempt towards us. And so what we also want to ask is why are people playing around with this and why is this getting more and more popular in this day and age? In fact, when we look at it, even one of the Disney stars, Vanessa Hudgens, has been really open about not only seeking out ghosts, but then seeking out witchcraft. Is it true that
2: you have a new passion in life? Are you obsessed with ghosts? I hear you are. It's not really a new passion. Okay, we're just finding out. You're just kinda like finding out. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I've I've accepted the fact that like I I see things and I hear things. Wait, do you really? You've had like experiences? Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of them over the years. I recently was like, no, this is like a gift and like something that I have the ability to do. So I'm going to lean into it. And I recently did my first like real paranormal investigation, like with equipment and everything. What equipment, like a flex capacitor? Like, what are we talking about here? Like what, what kind of equipment? (laughs) There's a lot, there's, there's so much on the market. Genuinely. But like my favorite thing is called a spirit box okay and it basically scans radio frequencies really quickly you want to do it in like more of a rural place so it doesn't peak pick up stations um and like if you put on am it just sounds like static but something about the electricity that it
0: creates allows spirits to speak through it hudgens is not the only star doing this lady gaga herself paid fifty thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars for a ghost-busting machine, and ultimately what Lady Gaga had happen was get visited by a dark spirit, a serpent, that basically she knew was evil, and she even called the guru Deepak Chopra to say, hey, I need some help. This darkness is coming over me, this evil, and he ultimately told her to embrace it.
3: I had this dream quite recently that was so terrifying, so morbid and terrifying. And I called, um, I called Deepak Chopra, who I work with, and I was telling him my dream, terrified that the devil and I, the dream was so terrifying. I thought somehow a a devil force was trying to take hold of me, a darkness. Mm. I, I guess I see devil and darkness as. The same thing and he laughed and told me that i was very creative <laughs> and that that's I what t- it represents Learn to bra- embrace my insanity
0: rapper post malone is also somebody who's really into the spiritual realm and wanting to go out with ghosts and he himself admits to buying different mechanisms that he believes will help him get into the spiritual realm were you on shrooms when you believed ghosts were real Ghosts are real. Well, were you on shrooms when you thought that? Probably once. <laughs> what do you believe in ghosts? They're real. And where are they? Are you... Well, what? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what's either. good with the ghost hunter? <laughs> I heard you're ghost that's hunter. That's dope. Amateur. Amateur.
2: Amateur, so. amateur uh, paranormal investigator. You got
0: like equipment and <laughs> Yeah, I love it. What, love what it. kind of like equipment? Like do you got
2: like the the R E M meter, like maybe not REM, re something meter. We got the detectors. They measure electromagnetic spikes. We got like the the old voice recorder because apparently it works better,
0: like on like a old digital recorder, better off than your phone. These people try to make me do like dowsing rods and shit, where they like cross and shit. and the front man for Slipknot, Corey Taylor, in his book, a funny thing happened on the way to heaven details a number of accounts that he said he couldn't just get away with by saying, oh, they were just weird things that happened, but he actually believed come from the metaphysical reality.
4: I've been, you know, I've been experiencing the paranormal for a very long time. And obviously, I'm quite on record as being a pretty devout atheist, if you can excuse that term. And but at the same time, I just kind of had this weird dichotomy all through my life where You know, I I don't believe in religion or or that kind of the mythological side of this whole thing. And yet I've had these experiences, you know, and trying to trying to figure it out has been fairly infuriating. And none of the answers that were available were satisfactory to me. So this was me kind of trying to find a unique perspective on it, you know, and doing a lot of research uh, into You know, the scientific side of things and researching energy and how energy reacts and, you know, what laws govern energy and how many laws the energy breaks on a daily basis. I mean, it was it was pretty cool to to be able to kind of make sense of things from a completely different standpoint.
0: And while some just equate these things to ghosts, others have also talked about specifically ones who have been in demonic bands like Three Six Mafia and Megadeth, and actually talked about seeing and, and actually viewing who Satan was, and actually talked about that he's a lot different than a lot of people are expressing him
5: as. Three Six Mafia came out, basically the first rap group to talk about the devil, essentially. Three Six, Triple Six is, you know, the, the mark of the beast, right? Right, right. Now, you fast forward to 2021 and uh, the gay rapper Lil Nas X makes a music video where I he actually it. goes to hell and he gives <laughs> Satan a lap dance. The
3: devil, when I met him, and I hate to say it, I met him, but when I met him, it wasn't what Nas showed us. It was the illusion, I would say illusion of he was a friend more than he was that dude that Nas showed us, you get what I'm saying? The devil would come in my uh, business partner form, or come in your form. He would never come in his raw raw form to a person, period. You get what I'm saying? He always going to come looking like somebody else, talking like somebody else, acting like somebody else. Ain't no way in hell. The devil came the way Nad said, and, and it worked that way. It's only gonna work the way that he feel like it need to work.
2: The greatest lie he's ever told was convincing people he doesn't exist. And and, and I, you know, you see people they think that he's like red. He's got a goatee and a pointy tail and stuff like that. He doesn't. He's very beautiful. He's an angel. Why would he look like some monster? He's capable of looking just
0: like you. And while we're talking about the spiritual realm, some, like former Navy SEAL Jocko Willing, talks about the evils he has seen and that he knows, ultimately, that there is an evil force and an evil realm. You will
4: see absolute pure evil overseas. You'll see it. You know, what we saw in the, in the Battle of Ramadi was abhorrent behavior by forces of evil that seem to be Mm non-human in many ways. And then the other side of the spectrum, when you're in combat, you're going to see some level of good and pure goodness Mm -hmm. that when, you know, when, when, when one person will sacrifice their life to save other people, that's not normal, right? That's not an, a human instinct. It's a an instinct beyond being human. And so whatever your, whatever that word means, good, mm. evil, God, Satan, yeah. uh, I've seen it.
0: And not only Jocko has seen this in the physical form, but actually recently on a Joe Rogan podcast, a man by the name of Python Cowboy who goes out and looks for different pythons and different snakes to try to catch them, He actually showed his own experience at what he believes was someone who performed a satanic ritual. And he talks about a demonic attack that he encountered. And not only did he encounter it, Joe Rogan talks about how this kind of stuff just freaks him out.
2: I've found very intricate and mind-blowing satanic rituals and sacrifices out there. What? Oh yeah. The first thing I came across was a big rock pile with a upside down wooden cross on top and a bunch of red spray painted upside down crosses all over. And then I found this little doll and um, as I kind of investigated that doll more uh, a little red scarlet snake actually came up and wrapped around her neck. And then I come to this big room where there's the big pentagram. Uh, In the middle of the pentagram there is a a uh, three legged plastic chair with a blood stain in the bottom of it where you could s- tell something was killed, sacrificed, whatever, as I'm kind of walking into the room, which you know I don't want to sound like a, a a psycho or anything, but that doll from earlier grabbed my leg I don't know if I kicked it, I didn't see it or what it wasn't there, and then it was there so i was- didn't I didn't notice it. I didn't notice. You didn't carry it over there. No, I didn't touch it. So did anybody else? Was anybody else with you? I had two guys with me that didn't even want to get out of the truck when they seen the first thing. They stayed in the truck. So the same doll that you saw on the rock pile somehow made its way to where you were. Yep. I don't know if it's a duplicate doll or what, but it's same. Was there more than one of those dolls? Only doll I seen. If Satan is real, or if demons are real, if they really are a real thing, and these occultists really can summon them, you know. Terrifying that would be, dude. Just to find out that's real. But from, isn't that like the old saying, the greatest? Oh yeah. Thing that Satan's ever done. Yeah, that's it. That's it.
0: Now a number of those clips are quite harrowing when you actually listen to the things that are going on. But one of the things we want to do on this episode is answer some of those questions that I think bother a lot of even believers when it comes to the spiritual realm. And specifically, those four different artists, those four different artists being Vanessa Hudgens, Lady Gaga, Post Malone, and then the frontman for Slipknot, Corey Taylor, and their experiences or actually attempt to find experiences with ghosts. So we want to know, are these ghosts actually just ghosts, the spirits of people that have passed on that are still waiting on this earth? Or are these, in fact, from the demonic realm and to get pastor joe's perspective on this we've brought pastor joe shimelon to ask that question joe are ghosts demons
5: uh most certainly they are i mean the scriptures are very clear uh the scriptures say like in first and second corinthians chapter five verse eight uh to be absent from the body for the believer is to be present with the lord we also know that with regard to the wicked when they when they perish uh jesus revealed that in luke chapter 16 the rich man he's he goes straight to hades to wait for his judgment Uh, well, he'll eventually be sentenced to the lake of fire. Uh, whereas the Lazarus ends up in the very presence of, uh, in in Abraham's bosom and then later in God's presence. So the scriptures are very clear about that. It's kind of interesting as well, because we know, for instance, with Lady Gaga, she knows what she's in touch with. I mean, she claims to be in touch with, she claims to be possessed by a spirit. She claims her sister, Joanna, possesses her body. Uh, who died at birth and so forth. Satan's using these people, a lot of them. Some don't know. Some are being deluded, of course, and I know we'll talk about later uh, how Satan basically transformed himself into angel of light.
0: Yeah, I think it's important for people to understand. I mean, you have her writing songs as well where she talks about Judas being the demon that she clings to. So she really did embrace that darkness. And
5: she knows the context because in that same song, it's interesting you bring that up, she uh, she she gives she puts the lipstick on Judas before he kisses Jesus. And she talks about how biblically, she says, biblically, she says, I'm beyond repentance. They oh. know that's my point, man. They know what's up. They, it's Some so, of them.
0: So heartbreaking. And, yeah. you know, you watch Post Malone. You see them like paying all this money. You watch Vanessa Hudgens. And I find it very interesting. Vanessa Hudgens specifically goes out and is looking for ghosts and going to graveyards and all these different places. Yeah. And then next thing you know, she's with witches at witches' coven's and right. doing shows on witchcraft and following demons. And and Joe, we see that we see Corey Taylor obviously with the darkness of Slipknot with songs like Heretic Anthem with lyrics from like songs like Wait and Bleed that talk about 3D blasphemy. And if you're five five five, I'm six six six. And you're you're like, whoa, this is darkness. And then they even had one of their you know their bassist actually died of a cocaine uh overdose Joy Jordison, the drummer of Slipknot died, and then you have him going and searching for paranormal because all of these demonic things have happened. Even he, he talks about at the age of 10. And I, I think one thing that was interesting as we looked at some of those, that collage of interviews that we just played is with 3-6 Mafia, obviously 3-6 Mafia, triple yeah. six mafia, and some of the songs that they wrote, I mean, just absolutely grotesque but him and Dave Mustaine also Megadeth more demonic yeah. stuff going on there uh, you have he admits,
5: them... Dave Mustaine by the way yeah. that when he's with Megadeth he admits it was they were doing satanic rituals and it started off with uh, Metallica he said working with Metallica
0: that's that's really interesting yeah. cuz you know we've had questions come in because Metallica just recently played a concert and Christian pastors were going there saying this was just like their
5: oh, their God. young uh you know yeah, from Dave their young Mustaine days said when Megadeth was hooked up with members of Metallica they were doing basically blood pack satanic rituals together.
0: Well, there it is for you. Yeah. And he him and uh they, the interviews you guys have already heard, they both talked about everyone has this idea of Satan that they think he's like this horned guy and he's really angry and all this stuff. But Joe, it seems like Satan doesn't always come that way to people.
5: No, when I was involved in the occult, uh I had an admixture which is really strange and hard and was very confusing, which he likes to keep you confused before you come to know Christ. Uh of uh, very, you know, in experiences that were very euphoric it was missed they were mystical and at the same time covers getting pulled down turning sideways in my bed demonic experiences with these same entities and i, I was trying to be hesitant to what's going on and eventually i realized man i'm there demons do exist man satan's real uh, but the bible says and i cried out to christ and got delivered obviously and now god's put me on the other side <laughs> praise god revealing the kingdom Amen. of darkness and lifting up the gospel of jesus christ uh but chad it's mind-boggling because uh and it's, it's mind-blowing, too, because these folks who are, some of them know, others are deceived. Many people in the New Age movement are deceived. They're yeah, just, amen. a lot of them are seekers to one degree or another, and they're just picking up rocks and just grabbing whatever under it, and they, they see these bugs that seem beautiful. Satan comes as an angel of light, the Bible says, you know, and no wonder for his ministers transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their deeds. That's why we need to look at people's fruit, you know, are people actually leading people to Christ and so forth. So, yeah, they come, he comes as a deceiver.
0: Amen, and I think it was Carol Matriciana, uh that has the beautiful side of the beautiful evil. Beautiful side of evil. I mean, what a, what a great title, exactly for for that. Yeah, know? and
5: Irenaeus. I love his quote when he's talking <laughs> about the Gnostics and how Satan was using them as second century top apologists. My favorite, along with Justin Martyr, I think Chad's as well. Uh, he said that Satan doesn't come in all of his naked deformity, you know, but like an emerald, he 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 makes himself try to look even more beautiful than the truth.
0: Yeah, more true than truth itself. Right? That's what he has to put it in. I actually had that quote uh, for for this episode, thinking about oh, that wow. exact thing. That's uh funny. Yeah, my son's middle name is Irenaeus, Justice Irenaeus. So uh, yeah, no, and, and I I think we're looking at that. I, I think it brings us to this next thing because we we played that clip from Jocko Willink, who's uh, who's a former Navy SEAL. He's got a very popular podcast and stuff, um, and and he really he's been out there for a number of different reasons. You know, telling men to be men and 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 so forth, and a lot of good, you know, I guess, things for for this temporal life. Uh, But he pointed out of, wait a second, man, there are some really wicked things. And he also pointed out that there are also people that sacrifice themselves, and that's not something natural because we don't believe it is natural uh, to do that. But that brings us also to a manifestation of evil that what happened there with Python Cowboy, where it it seems like a satanic ritual going on, And then alongside that happening, it seemed like something that came out of that was not a part of the physical realm that became very physical to him as well. So much so that it freaked out Joe Rogan.
5: Yeah, which is kind of a trip because, Chad, uh, we played the clip before where Joe Rogan talks about, you know, doing drugs and stuff and seeing the devil. And that's actually cool when you see the devil. Yeah, like
0: Miley Cyrus telling her just like Deepak did uh, Lady Gaga.
5: Which seems to be a contradiction of what he just said here. Kind of yeah, interesting huh that is interesting. I thought that's interesting because if he basically saw the devil in his naked deformity uh, he'd probably be freaked out and uh but it's interesting because there are these physical manifestations and uh whether you know there's you know I've seen a picture of that doll that you know with the cross on its face and so forth that that the uh, gentleman had seen uh, and so forth at that ritual site but you know what Satan's, one of his game plans was when we were exposing this in the 80s, way back, Good Fight's been doing its work for a long time, exposing Satanism way back in the 80s, early 80s actually, before we were called the Good Fight Ministries. You know what, back then, uh, later, you know, in the late 90s or what have you, they called the satanic panic. All these rituals and stuff, they were blown. they're overblown. Beca- now they've become so prevalent, you know, with law enforcement coming upon these things and Joe Rogan even acknowledges these things are real and we've been blowing the whistle for a long time. Where it gets more subtle, and I think this our audience is onto this, this game, is Joe Rogan's like, wow, that's horrifying, Satanism and everything else, but they don't realize, you know, Joe Rogan himself is a one of the top perpetuator, perhaps, at least top five if he's not number one, promoting hallucinogens, which is pharmacae, which we know, we won't, don't have time to get in depth into that, but the Bible shows us four times it's referenced in the book of Revelation as being an end-time drug that opens you up to the demonic world, it's associated with the worship of demons. In Revelation 9, at the very beginning of Joe's show, you have these chimps, you know, by the cow pies, and you have these chimps, and you have these these magic mushrooms right next to them. On there if you look at the right corner there, and then you see it goes to Joe Rogan in his little promo to the third eye being opened on his head. This is all mystical experience. This is opening yourself up to the demonic world. And the crazy thing, and I'll pass it back to you, Chad, is Terrence McKenna, who he got into his stuff, who came up with this theory, stopped doing Drugs almost completely, his own brother writes about this in the Brotherhood of the Abyss and so forth, a book that he was terrified by one of these experiences that he had. And it was probably so demonic, he didn't want to take drugs anymore. And guess what? Rogan's like saying, yeah, this is crazy, but he's actually opening people up to the same demonic world.
0: I'm so glad you brought that up because a a couple of things, that's really interesting with Terrence McKenna. And I do pray, and I know it sounds bad, but I pray that happens to Joe Rogan as well. Uh, because, Joe, we just recently had a comment on one of our shows where we talked about Joe Rogan, where someone said it was because he was listening to Joe Rogan that he ultimately got into all the psychedelics yeah, until he was delivered through Jesus Christ. So there, there is deliverance that happens. Praise God. And may Joe be delivered in Jesus' name, Amen. Father. Amen. And so, Joe, when you do have people here, I feel weird saying Joe and Joe and Joe so much, but when you do have people here that are getting freaked out by this, and one thing that— um, you know, 2020, we'll say, we don't want to have them shutting down our show and not letting people watch it. 2020, we'll say, is that people recognize that these authorities that they've put so much faith in that ultimately they can't just appeal to this authority and think they have their best interest in mind. And they're like, wait a second, there is a spiritual reality of that's going on. There is actual evil. And I have talked to a number of people and it has opened doors to the gospel that I never thought would open. Sadly enough, Satan always does this. He makes a counterfeit and gives them some other purpose you Now we just fight and get angry at the government or whatever it may be but there is truth to saying there is wickedness there's a true reality where or there is reality that is the truth where there is wickedness in heavenly places and we want to make sure that we're giving them the answer to this because ultimately joe rogan said i'm freaked out at the idea of it he, he's looking at what's going on he's like whoa Guys, this is not just brainwaves going back and forth. It's ultimately evil, but Joe, there's an answer to it.
5: Yeah, when you think about it, uh, you know, and I know Joe Rogan's like, they're freaking out, like these forces are real. Yeah, they are real. But you know, we really need to fear God because compared to God, the creator of the universe, Satan's a little wimp compared to God. I mean, I'm being honest. He he really is. Uh, We shouldn't fear Satan. We should fear God. Now, if you don't know God, you should fear both of them because you're under Satan's power. But the one you really need to fear is God. We know, Chad, as you know, in Mark eight twenty nine, you know, uh, when Jesus is encountering the, the demoniac in the tombs who's cutting himself and he's in chains because he's constantly breaking the chains because he's got this demonic power. Those demonic powers have nothing on Jesus. In fact, they're described as legion. In fact, in Mark chapter 8, verse 29, uh, they, they freak out. They see Jesus as the son of God who's come ashore and they're freaking out and saying, have you come, a, come to a son of God to torment us before our time? They're freaking out. And they ought to be freaking out. And it reminds me of Revelation 12, when Satan's cast down during the tribulation period. Right now, his axe is back and forth to the heavens. He'll be cast down. It says he knows his time is short, you know, he comes with great wrath. You know, Satan knows his days are numbered. You know, I think he tries to delude himself thinking he might have a chance, but he knows his days are numbered, Chad. It's like the, the boy who has the demon in him and the demons cast the boy in the fire before uh, Jesus cast the demon out. He's trying to cause as much havoc in the world before he's thrown in the fire. And it's interesting because in James chapter 2, verse 19, James says, you believe in God? He says, you do well. But the demons believe and they tremble with fear. So they believe in God too, but they tremble with fear. And the point there is faith that works is dead. I mean, there better be evidence in your life because even the demons tremble with fear. But the point of this, uh, uh, what we're talking about here, they're freaked out, man. The one we're supposed to fear is God. In fact, uh, we know when Satan is cast down, ultimately, uh, to the lake of fire and in torment. In Isaiah 14, it says he wanted to be like the most high God. It says he'll be cast down with his musical instruments. And there it says that the kings of the earth, the spirits of the kings of the earth will be, will be raised to speak. And they'll say, is this the one, speaking of the devil, is this the one that made the world like a wilderness? They'll be tripping out because they'll say, he's been made weak like us. In other words, he has no power that isn't loaned to him by God and he misuses it. He's stripped of that power. So Satan is not the one to fear. God's the one to fear because, Chad, we read in uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 31, that it's a, a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. And we read in chapter 12, verse 29, that we're supposed to serve God with reverence and awe, uh, with fear and awe because he is a consuming fire. And we read in Matthew 12, 41, that That hell was created for the devil and his angels. God's the consuming fire. He's going to destroy, uh, you know, torment, you know, Satan and and the demonic world. But he doesn't want you to go there. He doesn't want any of us to go there. That's why Jesus Christ came to die. uh, Because the scriptures say in 1 John 3, 8 through 10 that Jesus came to destroy uh, the works of the devil. And praise God because he died for our sins and paid for our sins on the cross. And he rose again. He conquered the grave. The scriptures tell us very clearly that uh, he destroyed him that had power over death. That is the devil as far as his power over us. So we encourage you, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, that's Chad in my heart, man. That's our hearts of our ministry. Come to Jesus Christ because whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You'll be delivered from Satan's power. You'll be delivered from the penalty of God's wrath that you deserve. And you'll be set free to have eternal life.
0: Amen. God bless you guys. The 511 News with Chad Davidson has been brought to you by Good Fight Ministries, bringing you news and commentary from a Christian perspective. This show can be heard every Friday wherever podcast shows are available.
2: Or visit 511news.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to being with you next week on the 511 News.